Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Zambi, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Open Bolt Nightmare? I'm Mike. I'm MB. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I came down with the flu. Bad. I was devastated. Bad flu. You were, you cried every single night at my bedside. I tried to take my life. I jumped out the window a couple times, but then I realized I was on the bottom floor. Yeah, you, you, you didn't really do any damage there. I had to wrestle a gun out of your hand at one point. It wasn't loaded. Yeah, and you had the flu at the time, so it's like, I should have been able to easily take it back from you. Yeah, but she didn't, which was weird. Yeah. So, we learned that about you. Uh, yeah, apparently, I'm not very strong. Yeah. Yeah. Great calf muscles, though. Oh, fantastic. But, um, I actually, uh, one of the reasons we haven't recorded, even though I had the flu for about two weeks, but I completely lost my voice. Oh, I mean, you sounded horrible. And it still isn't really back all the way, so I'm sorry if my voice goes in now. I also still have like, kind of a bad cough. <coughs> I, I'll, uh, before we start recording, I was sip, I've was i been sipping on um, uh, honey and lemon juice and hot water. The devil's elixir. Shockingly tastes delicious. Really? I highly recommend it, yeah. Okay, honey and... Honey and lemon juice. I've never heard that put together. It's good. Mm. Uh, that's been my uh, it's been my throat therapy. So yeah, I, I my voice like I, over the weekend, I was at a restaurant and I was ordering a salad, and for some reason my voice we refused to say the word salad. <laughs> like it was a, it was a salt and vinegar shrimp salad. And it was essentially like, I'll have the shrimp, uh, the salt and vinegar shrimp salad. <laughs> salad. Like, it, it just would not come <laughs> out for the life of me. It's like you were possessed. <laughs> I could say, I'm having a hard time with S-words, so naturally I ordered that. Just nothing but S-words. So Salad. Salad. So my voice just goes out. Like I was, I was on the phone earlier, and I said somebody asked me a question. I said no, and just came out no. <laughs> it just goes out completely. It's like your Rorschach. <laughs> my check journal. <laughs> so it's still it goes in and out, and if I talk too long, it gets really bad. It's it fucking sucks. And it's, it's like been, it's, rebe- it's like it's rebelling against you. Yeah, and it's been like th- it's been weeks. And I don't understand why it's not back yet. My cough's gotten a little better, and it's just, uh That was a bad flu, though. I tell you, I burst uh, blood vessels in my face and my eye. No. Yeah, that was fucked up. Well, I mean, what happened? Uh, we're going to get grossier for a second, folks. 
I threw up. Yeah. And it was so bad and violent that I burst blood vessels in my face and in one of my eyes. Which I mean, I, a- so like my eye was just like, it just had this blood spot in it. And I just had these blood spots all over my face. I just looked like I was dying. Wow. It was fucking horrible. Do not get the flu, MV. By the way, I know like it was a traumatic experience and everything for you, but there is part of me that wonders if for a second you looked at that and said to yourself, that's kind of metal. A little bit. The The face, no, but I noticed the blood in the eye. It's pretty fucking metal. I wrote a song about it called Blood in the Eye. <laughs> now I kind of want to write a metal song called Blood in the Eye. <laughs> we released on our upcoming album. Vault Nightmare, in parentheses, in hell. Uh, <laughs> well, that one website did call us the Pulp Nightmares, so. Yeah. But that's more of like a, a 60s rock band, in my mind. Yeah, that's like the Beatles. Yeah, we're the Pulp Nightmares. Past the audition. You have long hair. We're the Pulp Nightmares. Get <laughs> to sing a song. <laughs> I you're just doing Quint. Well, to be fair, every impression I do is Quint. Mm-hmm. That or the guy at the uh, most obviously Cantina. He doesn't like you. Even that's Quint, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining Quint like harassing Luke Skywalker. Uh, he doesn't like you. I don't like you either. Well, either. <sighs> Let's not do that again. Yeah. So anyway, back to your horrible flu. Yeah. So that's why it's been weeks and weeks since there's been an episode of Fault Nightmare. Because every time I seem like I was getting better, my voice would just go out again. <clears throat> like we talked for a while, like last week, and... As we talked, my voice just got progressively worse until I lost it again by the end of the night. Yeah. Then it was kind of back normal the next day, but yeah, it's still not. I can't make, like, certain sounds. Like, nothing comes out. Like, if I try to lower my voice or heighten my voice, like, it's just, it's fucked up. So. Like you've been crippled. Yeah, kind of. Especially when you do podcasts. A little kind of a bitch. Like somebody come in and took your neck and just snapped it over their knee. Sorry, I, the way you said that, all I can think of was people wake up, they have breakfast, <laughs> they kiss somebody goodbye. They okay, how is it? That, I don't know. It was just the way you said it reminded me of that. How is it that I make one Batman reference, you go for a completely different Batman reference? Because MB were gay. Yeah. So Batman. Yeah. Um, but, we're you know, MB, we're not here to talk about Batman today. No, I, I'm i very disappointed about that, but I think I'll get over it. Next episode, all Batman. That's a lie, folks. That's a lie. Um, that would be awesome. Like, the episode title is just all Batman. <laughs> all Batman. All the time. Then we proceed to talk about nothing. We just talk about Booster Gold. It confuses everybody. Yeah. Uh, we just have Booster Gold. Conversation. Well, we had a, be- a Blue Beetle conversation before we... Had a Booster uh, Gold conversation. <laughs> long, long story short, Blue Beetle has no villains. Ted Core, we should say. And Booster Gold somehow has less. 
Yeah, Booster Gold, as it turns out, has no villains. No. Oh. So, yet he's still the greatest character of all time. That's like Deadpool. He is. He's the he's the Deadpool of the DC universe. Yeah. Sadly, they're all not Lord Pumpkin, but that's another conversation for another day. We'll we'll, we'll tell you that story next episode. Oh yeah, that's that in of itself is like a saga. MB, we're not even here to talk about the flu. No. We're here to talk about because you have a bone to pick with me. I'm glad you mentioned it. Um, because I was listening to the last Bolt Nightmare that you posted, which I was not on. Yes. And you made a startling revelation. That I did. Um, How did you never tell me this story? Um, I honestly have... I want answers, man. I, I honestly don't have an answer for you. I really have no idea why I never told you, or anybody else for that matter, that story. Especially you, it makes no sense. Why did I never tell you that story? It is the most Mike story I think I've ever heard. It's, if you look up Mike's story in the dictionary, why it would be in the dictionary is anybody's guess. But if you looked it up in the dictionary... There's a picture of a Friendly's. Exactly. By the way, there's, awesomely, there's Friendly's branded ice cream in my freezer right now. Coincidence? Yes, but... <laughs> but it's still freaky. Yeah, it's still weird, man. It's still fucked up. And sexual. But um I, I could not believe you, you didn't tell me that story. You were so legitimately angry with me after you I was, saw that. It's just so shocking. You'd like, be like, oh by the way, there's this thing that defines my entire <laughs> Like, while we were recording the episode it's like, I'm... Emmy's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> That's all I could think. And then we went into the uh, the Mike-verse. Mike it's like, he's going to be even more mad at me. Oh, believe me, I was I was thoroughly devastated by not being there. I'm sure you were pissed about the Mike-verse stuff, specifically. Oh, I mean, that's classic Pulp Nightmare. Yeah, you would have added so much. I know. Especially when we went with the Spider-Man parody. It, oddly enough, none come to me right now when I think about it. Well, you know, it's the time has passed. You should re, you should have re-listened to uh, to get ready. I mean, there, there was a one thing though. Hero never named the Mike who wasn't afraid of spiders, except in the description. But uh, his his name is officially the perfect Mike. Maybe he'll come back one day. Probably won't, but you know. So I mean, we can always go back to the Mike scape. I'm sure they exist in there. Uh, you, ne- you never want to go back in there. Not without Ryan Reynolds. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you were really fucking pissed at me for not telling you that. I I think I was more angry at the circumstances. <laughs> like, I mean, think about it. Like, you've not thought to bring this up. Like, this would have been the first episode of Pulp Nightmare if I knew this happened. I know, like, 60-some episodes. I never think to bring up the fact that when I was a kid, I was in friendlies eating chicken fingers. And it's not like you were saving it or anything. No. You just, I you just, lit- it literally just kind of disappeared from your mind. How the fuck this disappears from my mind is anybody's guess. But for those who didn't listen to that episode... 
I'll, I'll retell the story very briefly. I'm in friendlies. I'm like 10 years old. I'm with my parents. I'm eating. It's like a Sunday morning or something. I'm eating chicken fingers or some such shit. Then Nazis attack. Then suddenly Hitler. Um, and then this black guy in like his 30s, early 30s comes up and explains that he had had a vision where I was an adult and I was a great man, a great leader of people. I was up on a stage talking to people. Um, about the life and times of Jesus Christ. That right there is like the most devastating part of it. I'm sure your heart broke. I mean... Of me never telling you this. I mean, how many conversations have we had where you could have brought it up? So many. And to be fair, I have never brought it up to anyone. No, nobody. It's like you... I mean, I don't know if you were trying to, but it's like you intentionally erased it from your mind. I was best man at somebody's wedding. That man never knew this story. And still doesn't. Still doesn't. I, and I would, and it and not to say it would never pop up in my mind, it would from time to time. But for some reason, I never told anybody about it. Like, you think, like, when we met each other, I'd be like, hi, I'm Mike. I have to tell you something before you can be friends with me. Like, it should be, like, my introductory, like, story. And how we have a podcast that went 60-some episodes, and I never once thought to bring up this. Like, sitting thinking of, like, man, I was Our our first episode was about an air guitar guy. I've sat around thinking of, like, man, what stories have happened to me that I could tell on the podcast? And that never came up. And the most Pulp Nightmare Mike story that could ever happen. Or just in general, going back to even before we had Pulp Nightmare. Yeah, even before. How have we? How has this never been brought up? In the years, near decade we've known each other. I mean, think of how many Halo games we've played. You could have brought that up. I mean, next year, it will be 10 years we've known each other. Yeah. And this is only coming up now. <laughs> How fucked up is that? Like, you would think, like, a big secret, like, you were coming out of the closet or something like that. This is the equivalent of that. Yeah, pretty much. And I missed it. And you weren't even there for it. I was so... I almost didn't tell the story because you weren't there. Hero wasn't worthy. Because it was like, Emby's got to be here for the story, but I honestly didn't have anything else to say. <laughs> and Hero, and Hero being, being the uh, co-host of that episode was kind of a last-minute thing. So Actually, that's another point. It's like, how many episodes have we had nothing to talk about? <laughs> and I still didn't bring it up. <laughs> it just, it ne- it, it's like, in my mind, it was never important for whatever reason. I can't explain I, you why were wrong. that... I can't explain why that never popped up in my head. Or why you didn't put importance on it. And even when I came up with talking about in the episode, it wasn't until I started to tell the story that I realized how insane it was. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, not even the whole episode. Is it, like, this this kind of everyday thing with you where it's like... Yeah, oh, it, yeah, it, it happens happen. to me all the time. I was I was in a payless pay shoes the other day, and someone told me I was going to be a priest. It's yeah. fucked up. I was going to be Pope. 
I mean, so, let's really analyze this. Like, okay, you're at Friendly's. You're eating chicken fingers, and, like, with no provocation, this guy comes up to your parents and says he has a vision about you. Yeah, he's – once again, I don't know if he had it there in the restaurant or he's – my – the implication I got was he had one in the past, and when he saw me, he recognized me. And then he knew it was me, I guess because, I don't know, fucking Jesus showed him. I don't know. but He had it, he had it nine years ago, so you weren't even born. <laughs> and and once again, the genius that I'm still such a – even then I was such a jackass when he said that he was – he found Jesus while he was on trial. I was still like, so cliche. That was, that was like the, the cherry on top of that story. Like what was your reaction to listening to me telling that story? Like – Let's think of this like beat by beat. Like, what was your reaction of not? It's not not like being mad that you ne- never told, but like, what was your actual reaction to the story that this happened to me? Um, I think it's one of those things where it's like you start listening to it and you don't realize what is happening until like halfway through. Like, you really don't. It doesn't take full effect until you've really thought about it. Because honestly, it's like, as insane as that was, you and I have like gone through a lot. So it's like, I don't think I would have thought of it as a story you hadn't told me because I didn't think there was a story you hadn't told me. <laughs> that was probably the only one I've never told you. Yeah. But when I, when I actually like, when it kind of clicked for me, it was like, first of all, I was just like, Okay, I think he's making this up. Then you went further and more detailed with it. And I was like, okay, he's not making this up. This is insane. This is – is this a Twilight Zone episode? Like, what? <laughs> Rod Serling walks down to the friendlies. Consider for your approval. Matt and Hero beat him up. <laughs> it doesn't get one word out. Just come out and beat him up. It's a cloud of smoke. It's like it's a cartoon. <laughs> They jump into their like yeah, I mean, it might as well have been because that fits with the entire setting. It's true. I, it's and you don't know what a friendlies is either, do you? Um, I mean, when you said it, it I was like, we had like a restaurant that I think was kind of like that, but we didn't have like an actual friendlies. Damn, I can't believe, I, I really expected you to know what a friendlies was. Nah, but flex on us. Flex don't knows all. I'm just going to keep going down the list of people who might know what a friendlies is. <laughs> Until you finally found someone. Except that one guy listening. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine if that dude listened to Fault Nightmare? The dude that had the prophecy? Oh, my God. I want I want to know, like, where is that guy right now? Is he disapp- Is he waiting for me? Is he waiting for me to pop up? <laughs> he thinks about you all the time. Like uh, I would, I would give anything just to know what that guy's doing right <laughs> now. He's probably the guy who got high on bath salts and ate that other guy. I mean, I'm just trying to think. Like, there's so many layers to this story. Like, there's so much all, going on. First of all, let's start with the fact that someone approaches your parents and says they had a vision about you. That alone is weird. Red flag. <laughs> then it goes the extra mile by saying you're going to be an important figure 
them the extra, extra mile of saying you were going to be an important religious figure, a great man. <laughs> I specifically remember great man. I don't... <laughs> I don't honestly remember exactly what he said I was talking about, but considering he was a born and he found God, he kept talking about God. Clearly, I was talking about God. And then also, you have the element of you thinking that very Mike-like thought at age eight. I mean, I, I just... While eating chicken fingers. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that is another thing. It's like, it's it's so... Like, so many of our jokes have almost been, like, surrounded by this. Because it's got the essence of a good Pulp Nightmare story. Or, like, a good running joke between you and me, but it's never come up. It's like, we make jokes that are like this story. So it's like, the story's in, like, a little box. And we keep getting close to the box. But we never open it. And like, finally, oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus this, Jesus that. Just, we just keep getting closer and closer, but... I mean, remember when we were down there when you were at the wedding and we made all those, like, that entire trip we were making jokes about that. We were. I mean, there was, I mean, we were making jokes when we were inside of a church. Yeah. You you would think that alone would, like, inspire you to, to think about that at least once. Like, we were making jokes about me, like, stand, when I was standing up, like, the top of the church yeah. at the very end. And... And my mind, and this this story never sprung to my mind once. Even though it's like it almost foreshadows that reality, it really does. I'm uh, the only people who've ever known that is me, my mom, and my dad. Until I said on the last week's episode, and I, and the day afterwards, I end up asking my mother, like, "Do you remember this?" And took and took a little bit of prodding, but she eventually remembered, and it didn't and didn't seem to like phase her at all that she remembered that. <laughs> like I tried, like that's weird, right? Like yeah, as if once again, like it's an everyday occurrence. This happens to me. <laughs> Apparently, it is because I mean, even you kind of took that tone with it, where it's like when you started to speak about it, it was like it was an everyday thing. Like you. I don't even know what to say, to be honest. I mean, I would love to know like how often a child is told by a complete stranger that isn't doesn't look crazy, I should add. Yeah. That he will one day that he's had a vision of him where he will grow up to be a great man, a leader. I remember he was you said I was on a stage talking to people. <clears throat> there may have been a podium involved, I don't know. If only camera phones existed back then. God, could you imagine? It was just insane. That, that it, Of course that would happen to me. I I mean, clearly. Of all the millions of possible things that could happen to me, of course that's the one that happens to me. While you were eating chicken fingers. Delicious chicken fingers. Uh, to be fair, the food at Friendly's pretty much was terrible, but you, uh, kids ate, got ice cream free, so there's that. No. Here's that Friendly's doesn't exist anymore. I don't think. No. Actual restaurant. You can buy their ice cream. Good stuff. Briars is better. And what I love too is that when you were telling the story, Hero kept trying to bring it back to, 
well, maybe he was talking about Pulp Nightmare. <laughs> Do you believe that? No, not at all. Yeah, I don't really buy it either. I mean, once they say you, you're a great man, it's like, have you listened to the episode? <laughs> and it, it would be awesome if he was like, you're standing up there in front of a bunch of people. There's this other guy there dressed like Batman. And then it'd be like, okay, then it is Pulp Nightmare, because that's MB. And there's this other guy there, he's crying in the corner. That's Hero. And there's this and there's big a robot. robot. Yeah, there's a robot there. That's Flexo. And there's a guy dressed like a Nazi. That's Matt. <laughs> then there's a guy in a suit and tie. That's Rod Serling. <laughs> and Hero and Matt beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and there's a Scottish guy there. And he's better than all of them. Then out steps Neil Gaiman. Who just says, waste basket. <laughs> and it's the greatest thing ever. I mean, oh, I I was floored after I listened to that episode. I mean, I'm not kidding when I say MB was pissed off. <laughs> I mean, he was pissed off about the story. He was pissed off about missing the Mikeverse stuff. Like there was a lot that went down, and MB's just just anger at the situation. My rage boiled over. You you were ready to kill me. Murderous MB was coming out. This is how it all ends. <laughs> at what cost? You, so you kill me. So it's like you, in a blind rage, you kill me. You come too. You're collapsed on the floor. There's blood everywhere. You've you've completely severed all my limbs and my head from my torso. Yeah. Uh, my genitals are burning in a candle in the corner of the room. Not sure why you did that, but you did. So well, what you know, you... I, I like to, I like to go for good decor. Yeah. So what would you do at that point? Like you come to you, you murdered me. Yeah. You're freaking. Out. You've done these horrible things. What happens then, MB? I go on the run. Like I, I just grab like any clothes I can find, stuff them in a suitcase, just leave. So you don't even try to like hide it or anything. I mean, what's the point? You just immediately go. So where would you go? Um, I'd traverse the land. Like I would, I would stay in North America, but I would just. <laughs> would Would you like go into the Rockies and just live in the wilderness? Probably. Would you I go mean, off that the would, grid? Probably, No, to be fair, that would probably be my first plan. But once I'd realize how far the Rockies are, <laughs> and I realize I don't want to walk that far, um. I, uh, I like the idea of uh, MB going, I'm going to go off the grid. <laughs> off the grid, MB. <laughs> like I'm Jason Bourne. <laughs> uh, man. I mean, what what do you think I would do? Um, or what do you think I should do, rather? Um, well, honestly, um, I would dispose of the body first. I'm not saying don't go on the run, but I think you should put as much time between realizing there's been a murder and your disappearance as you possibly can. And really, who's going to discover you? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like a month. It'll be more than that. <laughs> um, it'll probably be... Remember that story we talked about Pulp Nightmare way back about the chick who was mummified? Yeah. She'd been dead like two years. It's going to be a lot like that. Yeah. Um, 
So you get like a good two years head start. So you don't have to run right away. You can take your time. Yeah. Save up some money. <coughs> you can move to Poland. I can grow a nice beard. Yeah, especially if you're going to be a mountain man or something. Like, I, I could adopt an entire new identity. I could come up with a backstory. Yeah, you could. You could be like um, Sven. <laughs> Sven? Sven Johnson. Because you, <laughs> you gave up after the first name. Uh, <laughs> Matt's enraged. He doesn't know why. <laughs> oh, would you would you go to Matt and ask if you could, like, like Lord, there no. for a couple days? Lord, no. But think about it. Matt's of all people. I have thought about it. It's the South. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Matt would help you if you murdered somebody. Yeah, he would know, like, how to dispose of the body. Yeah, if anything, he might have a bunker you could live in underneath his house. Yeah, and if anything else, Hero has that crazy uncle with all yeah. the artillery. I just love, I love the idea that Matt, at, like, maybe he, like, owns a cabin somewhere in the woods. And he, <laughs> and he owns purely to hide murderers. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing it for years. <laughs> you get there, Dennis Hopper's there. It turns out he's not dead. No, he just has a house of dead celebrities. <laughs> Matt would have that. Like Michael Jackson is there. Heath Ledger. Too soon. Yeah. No, well, you know. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, I think he actually does know how to like dispose of a body. No, I'm sure he does. I do too. Like I would. Um... You know what? We shouldn't get into this on the podcast. I was about to start to explain how I would dispose of a body. I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah, well, I, apparently, well, apparently, no more secrets between us. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm not. I'm not joking about this. The other night, I was laying in bed, I couldn't sleep, and I was thinking, like, okay, let me come up with another scenario where I have to dispose of a body. I have multiple ways. Of how I would dispose of a body so it can never be found. I'm really saying way too much. Yeah. On a recording that's going to go on the internet. Yeah. Um, especially after something that just recently happened to me, <laughs> which I'm not going to talk about because it's kind of personal. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't keep everything from you, MB. Oh, I did technically tell Hero that one first, too. In my defense, I got the flu. Well, I think that's what hurts the most is that it's not that you didn't tell me; it's that you told Hero first. I know. I know. T- to be fair, you can't you you like cancel being able to record. Yeah. Like right beforehand. Yeah. And for some reason, I still thought it like, and because it, it contained Jesus, I thought, well, Hero's still here, so we have to keep up talking about Jesus every time Hero's on. I like how he has, like, a different thing for every podcast that he's on. <laughs> Have we literally talked about Jesus every time Hero's been on? I think he's been mentioned at least. Even in the 50th? I mean, I, I would think so, right? In a way, isn't Quizmotron Jesus? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, um, I... Um, I'm totally not a serial killer. Yeah. 
I have no aspirations to be. I just happen to know. Let me refer. I happen to have figured out. No, that's not a bad. That's not good wording either. I um, okay. Um, you you may have hypothesized. Yes, for no research isn't a good one. Um, um, fun's not good. Um, boredom just sounds insane. School project. Math class. I was. I was in math class, and I... You were in a night class? Yeah. um, And somehow, I end up having to... I'm doing a lot of hand motions right now. Um, No, You guys can't see this. But um, I had to come up with how... Multiple ways of how I, personally, if I murdered someone, would dispose of the corpse. Where I would never be caught. And this was a vital, vital assignment. Like, like it makes them more than half of your grade. Yeah, I, I, I got an A minus, so it worked out. I mean, uh, there was no way you could not do this. You were you were forced to do it. Yeah, I um I was very uncomfortable about the whole thing. I wrote a letter. Yeah. Um, you're trying to get that teacher expelled. Yeah, um, fuck her. By the way, I like that it's a her. I don't know why it is either. Um. Um, there's no good way for me to get out of this at this point, is there? No. Okay, so I'm fucked up in the head. What do you want from me? I occasionally think of fucked up things. You don't say you haven't either. You've all watched A&E. Get off my back. Okay? You watch A&E, these things go through your head. Next thing you know, you're wondering, like, oh, well, maybe if I had a shovel, then no. It happens. I'm not in... I'm not going to... Anyway, um, I think at this point secrets all, revealed. Secrets revealed. I think at this point we both need to go off the grid. Let's go find Matt. I still say he has that bunker. You, you know he does. I bet it has like an elevator to it too. That's like secret. It's like the Bat Cave. Like, I imagine it looks run down on the outside, but on the inside, it looks like everything's chrome. <laughs> Why chrome? I don't I don't know. I just imagine down there polishing it every day. Incessantly. <laughs> He's still wearing the Nazi uniform. <laughs> just, just waiting for the end times. God damn it. Um, anyway... Well, this took a dark turn. Yeah, pretty dark. <laughs> so I guess we're back then. Yeah, we're back, everybody. We're back once again. Yeah, you, you got you got Jesus, you got murder, you got Nazis, you got dead celebrities, Rod Serling. Yeah, and ice cream. Yeah, because you always need ice cream, MB. Get out of there. I wasn't even referencing that. That's a good one. Uh, anyway. Listen, listen to Pulp Commentaries, the Poughkeepsie tapes. <laughs> <laughs> and all of our other fine commentaries. And remember, subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Pulp Kinnison and like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Pulp Nightmare. Um, I don't know how to get out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> also listen to the other fine Pulp Podcast Network shows like the Off Panel Podcast, Dork Nights, and Below the Bible Belt.
and box office pulp. Oh, that's right. And uh, you know, I'm, I don't like any of this stuff we've talked. Um, Odin pulp nightmare. <laughs> um, I feel really like you feel incriminated. I'm sure I feel a little incriminated. Like I, I it's that thing that happened to me recently. It's fucking with my head, man. Okay, I, I, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Yeah. Uh, Batman. Cool character. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. Totally awesome. Uh, but anyway, uh, before my voice goes the rest of the way, I've been Mike. I've been MB. Have pleasant nightmares. Listen next week to another tale of the strange and terrifying. <laughs>